Welcome to the Once in Future Authors Podcast. I'm Stephanie, and I'm so excited today to be joined by new author, Nicolette. Nicolette is the author of Seasons to Bloom, and it is such a beautiful, I mean, one of the most beautiful books I've ever seen, books of poetry and imagery, and you are just going to love it, and you're going to love meeting Nicolette. So thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Super excited to join the podcast. and. Oh start to talk more about my book. Thrilled to have you. Absolutely thrilled. And so bring me back to what started this. This is this is a journey. And for a lot of people, I always joke and say, you know, 90% of the world wants to write a book, only like a half a percent actually do. So what made you say, I want to do this? And even more importantly, I can do this. Yeah. So definitely been reflecting on that a lot now that it's finished. It feels like it's been a really long time coming. I think What really started it is originally I did not plan to write a book. All of these poems um, really came to me as a way of processing what I was going through. And as I started sharing them with um, some of my loved ones, they started telling me these are really good. And I think um, a lot of people would really resonate with this. And I was like, really? You think so? And they're like, absolutely. And at that point, I really started to think about, well, I can't be the only one going through grief or going through some of my um, challenges with anxiety or depression. And so it inspired me to give it a shot. And, you know, I was able to meet you, Stephanie, and you made me feel extremely comfortable um, with the whole process. And from there, we just continue to work on it. So I would definitely say family and friends pushed me to this moment. I love that because sometimes I hear the opposite. You'd be surprised that people want to write a book and family or friends are actually kind of negative about it. Like, oh, well, who do you think you are? You know, and that's like too challenging. You don't have the time and nobody actually wants to hear your story. I'm so excited that that they wanted that they heard in you, which is so true, that you have. insights into the experiences that you've gone through that sharing them with others is valuable and they saw value in that I I'm so happy for them really thank you and uh, yeah I'm very very grateful to have that support system in my life I think they also saw that it would just encourage me to keep writing and they knew how important that was for for my healing so um, surrounding myself with people like that has really helped me not just through my my poetry journey, but just through this time in my life as well. That's amazing. And, and you don't know what a gift just saying that to an audience is, is that uh, first, you know, I'm, I'm a big one for takeaways. First takeaway, I totally want to make sure people heard was you are surrounding yourself with people who are validating you and building you up. Um, so many people um, so many of us, uh, unfortunately, have toxic people in our life and we keep them. <laughs> so <laughs> before we even get to the book, thank you for <laughs> saying that. And thank you for making it um, a deliberate choice in your life. Absolutely. Thank you for being part of that choice. That is that is huge. Thank you for letting me in. So tell me about actually like you're writing these poems and you're sharing them. And that's and that's a huge act of courage, by the way, just sharing poems. Is it scary sometimes for you to share poems, not just with your family, but now like with the world? I mean, your book is on, you know, the world stage. Is it a little frightening? Absolutely. Um, And it's pretty interesting. I think this has been a work in progress for a little over two years now. And as we got down to 
the wire with the editing and, you know, all the edits, I kept finding something always wrong. <laughs> and even though it, it, it's not even that it was wrong, it was me just saying like, it needs to be perfect. It's not ready yet. And I think that was me holding myself back a little bit of that fear of, oh my God, it's real. I need to, I kind of need to move forward. And having again, that support system in you as well, Stephanie of like, it is now or never, it's never going to be a hundred percent perfect. You know, you can always make changes, but some of the imperfections are beautiful. And so it is still scary, but I think reminding yourself that it's something that I really wanted to do, that it could help one other person, um, repeating these different kind of thoughts and reminders to myself really helped me to push through. And even just joining this podcast today, is helping me with that because I'm learning to speak more about it versus keeping it internal. So um, healing is is a journey and it's scary and I just keep viewing it as continuous growth. Yeah. And, and with releasing a book, I mean, yours is like laying your soul bare on a platter and just, you know, but even even for people who are writing fiction and they might say it has nothing to do with them, um, putting out anything to the world of work of art is one of these, I just want to fix it one more time. Uh, my husband always teases that even if you go to the hair salon, you think you're all perfect. And then they walk over, they're like, oh, let me just cut this one little spot. Like no one wants to let go. Isn't that true? Like at the end, in any everything in life, isn't it every good cook? I'm not a really good cook, but I would presume like they're about to put it out and there's like one more shake of the basil. Like it's never. Absolutely. Everyone wants to put in that one last thing. And then it's like, and one last thing, and one last thing, and one last thing. And um, I, I just know I tell my authors all the time, whenever there's a foible with a bigger author, I always like to share that because it kind of makes us feel like, okay, that one little comma, that's okay. Um, <laughs> I know my mother is a huge Outlander fan. And when the re most recent Outlander book, which was like 800 pages long, I'm sure it was edited 700 times, um, when it was released, within a few hours, her Facebook page was littered with fans writing in about typos and mistakes. Okay. And this, was, this is a book that must have been edited by like every top person. So I kind of say that to give us all permission to not be perfect all the time. Yeah, I think that was part of that lesson I needed to learn too. If somebody realized or, you know, somebody was to point it out, I needed to accept that and say, that's okay. Um, so it was another learning lesson for me to, to accept that. And I also think, you know, with publishing and, and the fear, I think just any change um, or anything new is scary and letting something go that's kind of been my whole focus for the past two years, the thought of it being over and what's next, I think kind of creeped in a little bit. And so allowing myself to feel that that's one thing my therapist has taught me is like, yes, change is scary, but you have to allow yourself to sit in that uncomfortable. And through processing those feelings, I'm able to decide, okay, like, this chapter might be closing, but it's leading me to an even better one that even if I don't know right now, it's going to work out. So had to sit with those uncomfortable feelings a bit. But in the end, I do think that it all works out for, for the best. That's fabulous. Tell me some things this specifically about this being a poetry book, because a lot of people um, 
who write poetry might say to me, I'd love to have a book, but but there are two hurdles and you're now on the other side. So you're an expert on these. One is um, selecting the poetry because it seems that people who write, fortunately, um, write a lot. And when it comes time to put together a book, that actual gleaning is such an important step, but I would guess it's it's so difficult, both on a you know kind of language editorial level, but also on a personal level. And then the next question after picking the poems was the order. So can you talk me a little bit through as, as a poet who has managed beautifully both of those things, how did you take what, I'm sure you had more poems that are in that book because no one ever writes just the right amount. How did you select and how did you pick the That's a great question. And I actually was talking about this with a family member on Christmas because they want to write a book and they were like, how, how did you do it? So this is a question I'm getting a lot, actually. So I definitely had a lot more poems than um, anticipated. I think what helped me was to really take the time and sit with them and allow the themes to kind of come through so I actually write a lot um, in a notebook first, very messy. I write it all out. I, I actually have one here with like other poems. It's like, I just, when it comes to me, I write. And I then actually will put it into a Word document. And from there, it becomes much easier for me to start to say, okay, these tend to be talking a little bit about the discomfort I'm feeling. So that first section of really starting to list how I'm feeling, they all kind of had that theme. Um, and then I'll start to group them in that way. And in terms of having too many, a lot of the poems in this book actually are combinations of what was the original. So I might have um, different parts of poems that I really liked that somehow formed really nicely together after I put those themes. So I think allowing the time to sit with them, to move them around, to not be afraid to change them. I think at first I was very, very set on the poem had to look exactly as it did in my notebook. Um, but as I went through, I would sit with it and I would come back in different sessions. I didn't allow myself to feel forced to work on it. I really allowed myself to come back when it felt like the right time when I had that, you know, creativity or that inspiration flowing through me. Um, and starting to be okay with, you know what, I kind of like how these two sound together, or maybe this is better for something else. Um, sometimes you'll find on my Instagram, I might put a poem up there and that actually might be one that just didn't make the cut. So also acknowledging it might not be the right fit for this project, but that poem could be something perfect for something else. So I feel a little bit less um, upset that maybe it's not in this project. It's like, well, it could be perfect for something else, or maybe the next iteration will be in a future book, who knows? Absolutely, so many great takeaways from what you just said. The first one I, I definitely wanna harp on is time to allow things to flow. And and the way you said you keep coming back to things, and you're, it's funny, your book is called Seasons to Bloom and you had to let things bloom and that takes time. We can't, we can't force things to grow folks, no matter what we can do scientifically. Um, so that's huge is the time. Um, Another word you used before besides time was themes. And I definitely want to make sure people heard that because this is not just, you know, my my 50 favorites. No, no, no. There were themes that emerged. They were grouped in themes. And by doing that, you were able to see these threads that were overarching, which is 
so much a better way of organizing things than just, you know, looking at quality. Uh, another thing that you said that I definitely want to make sure people heard was combinations that you actually took things and combined them together when they were working well, which was really, really interesting to hear. And then the fourth thing that you said that I absolutely want to make sure everybody heard was that when you decide a poem was not right for this book, that is not making a personal statement about that poem, that it is garbage, that it is never to be used, this is not a rating system, that some things got the A and some got an F, um, that you are using those poems often on your own Instagram page, possibly for a later project, you are simply saying, not here at this moment, but it wasn't personal. And that's that's so huge, because I think people are like the bad and the good, and that's not what you said at all. No, and I think especially when for poetry, at least for me, it's something that is an experience. And I try to view each experience as something that I might not understand it. It might have been really tough, but it it's not bad per se. It's either a challenge or I grew from it or I learned from it. So even if I never use it, the fact I can look back on that poem and, and recognize that moment in time and look back and see how far I've come or, or anything like that, I think that's really how I try to view life, but especially when writing poetry too, because um, it, was, it meant something to me in that moment. And I don't want to not validate that for myself. Absolutely. Do you have any favorite books or poets that you were reading before you came to this? I definitely liked Rupi Carr. I think you could kind of see some inspiration from her throughout. Mm -hmm. um, and I do, I've been following a lot on Instagram. You know, I don't always know all off the top of my head, but I find a lot of other small poets that talk a lot about their experiences I've been connecting with them. I have a colleague I went to high school with. She actually wrote a po poetry book as well. It's called Memoirs of Manji. Um, and she was just so vulnerable. So I think just reading books and poetry of people that just really kind of express themselves in their journey. Because um, I think when we can see how other people succeeded or what they went through, it just motivates us in our own story. There's no competition. It's more of like, inspiring. I love reading things that just inspire others. And, and that was kind of the goal with my book is I hope I can maybe inspire one other person in their journey or with their story. Absolutely. I don't know if you were ever a reader or a fan, but um, a much earlier poet who I feel like you were inspired by, even if it was just through the collective unconscious, was E.E. E. Cummings. I don't know if you've ever been an E.E. E. Cummings fan, but he's like one of my absolute favorites. And, um, you know, certainly in a different era completely. But, you know, that's why I said I feel like that inspiration kind of came through the ages to you. It did. And also, I think even besides poetry, magazines mm. um, played a big influence, I think, in my book. Um, it's yes, there's that poetry, but I was really big into like typography, placement, format, illustrations. And so I kind of wanted to pull in just that design element that I love. I think because I was talking about such a heavy topic, I knew that I wanted something that could show that although the words that I'm writing might seem heavy or, you know, may concern. I know I had some family members reaching out like, I didn't know this. Are you okay? And it's like, 
yes. And it was a beautiful journey. And that's where a lot of those illustrations and formatting come from. And I want everyone when they see it to to take that from it, to not look at all of the potential challenges or, or negatives that might have happened, how I felt. Look at how beautiful it turned out in the end. Oh, I love that statement. My gosh, that's poetic in itself. Thank you. <laughs> so yes, the book is is absolutely a feast for the mind and the ears, if you're listening to it, but for the eyes as well. I mean, it is definitely something to look at as well as something to mull over all of those words. So what's next for you? I'm trying to embrace the moment. I think that is the immediate what's next. I think um, also taking it in myself. I think I haven't actually sat down with the book to look at it from start to finish. Um, mm -hmm. There are a lot of hidden meanings throughout the book. Um, you know, why... One I will tell you is the 15th poem in each section is something that is very deep and vulnerable for me because that's my number. And so I haven't even gone back to kind of look through all the placements or why I did things or the specific imagery that relates to, you know, that hidden meaning behind why I'm saying that, who it references, what point in my life. And so I definitely want to take some time now that I finally have published it and, and that hurdle is over to kind of sit with it and look back and say, wow, this journey was amazing. And I created that. Um, I think another part is to keep speaking about it. It definitely has been something that is a bit challenging to speak about. And I want to validate anyone that might be going through that is as I talk about it, sometimes I do still get emotional or I do still get upset and I'm realizing that's okay. And it's, it's part of this process. So putting myself in more of those situations so that I can become more comfortable and, and really connect with others. Um, and I'm working on a journal that goes with the book. And so I, I'm hopeful that's going to take some time, but um, through these learnings and what I'm, I'm feeling or what I wish I had, I am going to start to put together a, a journal that might be able to help others. Oh, I love that, that there's something, a way for people to interact and have their own journey with it. And I'm thrilled you're going to be speaking because I know that this is a book that I definitely want um, in more hands and people to meet you because it is so personal for when they read it, they're going to say, but I want to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> and it's scary, awesome. those engagements. I know it is. It's, it's you know, definitely, uh, there was a part of us that uh, pandemic meant that everything was on Zoom. And now, you know, people actually want to kind of meet you again. Yeah. And I think it's exciting. Um, in my day-to-day -day life, I'm actually an HR professional. And so I love working with people. I love meeting people. And so that side of me is very excited. I think the vulnerable side is still getting used to the fact that it's so personal. Usually in my day-to-day, -day, I'm focused on the other person and how I can support them. And and in a way, I am still supporting others, but I have to open up a little bit more than I'm used to. But I think um, it's something that will really not only help me um, through this publishing process and, and promoting the book, but just personally healing. When I talk to other people and hear their stories or we talk about a poem that resonates for both of us, it, it helps me heal even more. I was talking to a family member and he had not shared with anybody um, something he had gone through. I had no clue. And he pulled me over to say, because of your book, I felt so comfortable to talk to you about this. And I really appreciate that we can connect. And so building deeper relationships because of my book is something I really 
look forward to. Wow, that that's amazing that somebody came to you and said that and that it was a family member and you had no idea. And, and I think that just shows how much we really don't know what someone else is going through. And that that's why I was so happy to hear that my book was able to facilitate that for them to know that I am here for that. I am here to listen. And that's the point is we all can find somebody else that um, can support us through that. We don't have to do it alone, even if it feels like we are alone or there's nobody there. There's there is somebody. um, But I've learned sometimes I have to make that initial step to be a little bit vulnerable so that that other person feels comfortable as well. I love that you got that kind of feedback, you know, with with a book like this, I would have said to you, um, for sure, people's lives will be changed, da, 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 da. but to actually hear it, you know, sometimes people, authors have to kind of put a book out there in the void and just hope. And I'll say for sure, at least one person's life has changed, but that one person actually came up to you and told you. Especially on such a day of like, for my family, Christmas is like when we all get together and it's such like a a day we haven't been able to celebrate. And so it was just super special to one, be around family, but then to hear that something I'd been working on these past couple of years really moved someone. I, I was just so thankful that they had the courage to share their journey and, and also to feel comfortable with me and that my book inspired that. And so I'm really thankful for everyone that's that's reached out to to share that with me. And I look forward to talking and hearing more about other people's journeys as well. I love that. Uh, I know you are big on Instagram. Can you share your handle with us? so that sure. our- It's at Nicolette.Elsie. So it is the same name that is on the book. Okay. At Nicolette.Elsie. And you had just mentioned about people connecting with you. Uh, Is that something that you would be comfortable with on Instagram if they shared their stories with you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. Because it is definitely a book that invites people to want to connect. And uh, who knows down the road, you know, there, there may be something in your future that involves other people's stories as well, because, or your next book just might be the culmination of the fact that people are sharing with you and that's part of your journey now it is really that's a great point you know everything is part of the journey it's all it's all part of the adventure and I'm so excited for you doing all of this that's just amazing for our listeners um, you certainly want to grab your copy of Seasons to Bloom by Nicolette Elsie and uh, for yourself for a person in your life that you think could really be touched by this, whether it's a person who has gone through issues in their life or a person who you might not even know they're going through those issues until you give them a copy. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. Nicolette, thank you so much for joining us today and good luck with everything you're doing in your future. Thank you for having me.